Welcome to the Universal Laws with Christy Sturdivant, where we discuss energy in relation to the universal laws, human design, ancient mythology, and whatever else is going on in my life energetically. I'm your host, Christy Sturdivant, and you can find full show notes at www.christysturdivant.com. Thanks for joining me, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. If you're a new listener, thanks for stopping by today. And if you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. I really, really appreciate you. Today I want to talk about negotiations and the law of compensation. Although I am trying to rebrand this law as the law of sowing and reaping, but just know that they are the same thing. Recently, my husband and I have been in the midst of random negotiations. Uh, He is talking with people about buying a bigger item than I was. And he was discussing with me how much he dislikes negotiations. And it kind of made me think about to all of the times in my life that I have had to deal with negotiating you know, a pay raise or a salary or just kind of random things. And then I had like a week later, something come up where I was um, able to negotiate for something, but I chose not to. And this is a something that we have discussed before, because neither of us really like the thought of negotiating. And I think it's for very different reasons. His reasoning being that, you know, he just doesn't really like the feel of it. He just wants to, you know, get done what needs to get done. And he doesn't like the energetic exchange of negotiations. If you know what I mean by that, then you've probably been in this situation before where you are wanting something. There's not a firm price. And then the other person wants you to negotiate with them. And we've been in this before where somebody has set a price and he's like, okay, yeah, no, I don't want that. You know, that's okay. I don't want that. And they're like, well, I want you to negotiate. And he's just like, no, I'm not going to negotiate. I don't negotiate. And so his is just a very, I don't, I don't like it. I don't want to be involved with it. I don't like that exchange of energy. Whereas mine, not recently, but in the past has been more of a, kind of a hiccup or trigger around self-worth, which I do want to talk about sometime because I think self-worth is, you know, it's a hot topic, something that I think all of us kind of struggle with at some point in our life. But when it comes down to it, I think that self-worth is just kind of a reprogramming of your brain because we're all worthy of what we want to manifest But sometimes we just kind of let others' stories or our old stories kind of hinder that. And so that has been my issue with negotiations in the past where I have tried to negotiate a salary and they did not enjoy what I came at and I didn't go higher and it was because a feeling of self-worth. But that is not what this current issue was. This time around, it was really just... I don't think I like the energetic exchange of negotiations because to me, it is 
tinged with uh, cloggy energy or muddled energy or whatever because when I personally go into a contract, and this is also because of one of my human design channels, I I have a defined channel of 3740, I believe, which is the channel of community, but it's also about the channel of contracts. And so I like a very clear cut thing like this is the price. This is how much I'm going to pay for it. That's it. Either I decide that I want to pay that or I don't want to pay that. And so when somebody brings in the like, oh, well, you could negotiate for a lower price, I think that they would go for that. I'm just like, ooh, I don't want to do that. Because to me, that feels like it doesn't feel clear cut. It doesn't feel clean. It feels like there's energetic muddling happening in there. And that made me think of the law of compensation or the law of sowing and reaping and about how that kind of kind of works in our life it kind of um stops the flow of energy the for me the law of sowing and reaping is very much like a constant flow of energy and when we are put into situations where we have these like energetic blocks like negotiating it kind of stops the flow of energy and it makes the energy kind of turn a slight corner or a very sharp corner depending on what you're negotiating and it kind of just like disrupts the the rhythm of your energy which also disrupts the law of rhythm and so I was thinking about how this negotiation was not tied to my self-worth at all. It was just a really muddled energy. And I think that a lot of people really enjoy negotiations or they really don't like negotiating. And I think that is kind of something that has been passed down, right? We um, we have been, as a society and as humans, have been kind of put in these uh, situations of negotiating for food or for cows or for land or everything since who knows the dawn of time I don't really know if like it was up for negotiation back then or if it was more of a clean cut verbal contract like I'll give you five chickens for this goat and okay yeah that sounds good or no I don't really like that you know and I don't think that it has I'm sure it's always been wrought with strife right (laughs) because there's always somebody who wants a little bit more and I think that is my issue with negotiations it feels to me a very um a very serious buildup of maybe low self-worth or wanting more than you can get and then you add in money to it and it just kind of really gets really really muddled and so I was thinking about how one could work around negotiating for things that we want and how we could make that energy around it more clean cut and flowy and pristine so that it it doesn't muddle up our personal auric energy and so I was thinking about the law of compensation and about how energy flows through us and out through us. I've always visualized the law of compensation and I don't like it. I don't like compensation because people automatically think compensation in money and it only has to do with money, but it's not. It's 
the law of sowing and reaping. What you put out there, you are going to get back in some way. And so I think for me, I don't like negotiating because it's not clear cut. And I don't, I don't like that under, I don't want to even say underhand, but for lack of a better term, that underhanded icky energy that is stuck to wanting to get more and then inevitably make sure that the other person gets less. To me, that's very out of balance and icky and why I don't like negotiations. And so I was thinking about how I would go into future negotiations. And aside from just saying, no, I'm not negotiating, (laughs) which is also an option for a lot of things, right? And to avoid situations where I have to negotiate at all, which is also an option. There are just going to be times in our lives where we are going to have to negotiate. And sometimes that just stinks. And sometimes it's not even negotiating about money. Sometimes it's negotiating about, you know, household chores or who's going to go pick up who your kids on this day versus this day and everything. And I think that here is what I'm thinking that we have to deal with when we are or what we have to think about when we are going into negotiations. One is, how is my self-worth standing at this point in time? Okay, so I think that, again, I said self-worth is one of those hot topics, right? We have to do self, we have to have high self-worth and we have to do all the self-care and everything. And I don't love that. I really think that You know, I heard somewhere that like, oh, you could spend a lifetime working on your self-worth. And I absolutely agree with that. But really, self-worth is a cut, clean cut thing. Like either you believe you're worthy or either you don't believe you're worthy. And you can do all kinds of exercises and beliefs and um, journaling and working on yourself to believe that you are worthy. But when it comes down to it, you are worthy, Because we are all divine in that sense. So it's not necessarily about the self-worth. You actually have to deal with your self-love. Okay. So you got to be, you got to feel worthy of whatever you're asking for. Two, you have to go in with the thought of like, I know my self-worth. I know what I want and I'm not going to take less than this. Right. And so as far as salary goes, you can go in and be like, okay, well, this is how much I need to pay my bills and everything. So I'm not going to go below that. Anything that I get above that is awesome gravy and everything. But you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take what I need. A little bit more would be great. And that's how we open up that energy for the law of sowing and reaping. Okay, when we go in and we are very restrictive, like, oh my gosh, I want to win this negotiation no matter what. I want to squeeze every last penny or benefit out of this company or out of this person that I'm buying this object from or whatever. Then it really just tightens up that energetic flow and it kind of just it makes it icky for you it makes it icky for the other person because they can feel your energy and it just makes it icky so you really need to go into some kind of negotiation or bargaining or whatever you want to call it contract with this like 
this is how much I'm going to pay or this is how much I'm going to accept in this offer and that's it. If I get a better deal, that's awesome and that's amazing. But if I don't, then I'm going to walk. And I think that, you know, in a, very rarely do we have these instances where we can't walk from a situation. I mean, obviously there are some, right? There's always the exceptions to the rule. But in the most case, if you go in and you have high self-worth and you know what you are worthy of, and then you have this idea of what you will pay or how much you want to get paid in um, a monetary form, then you can like really just walk and keep that energy open. Because really what the law of sowing and reaping about is, is it's about like, Putting out this good energy, a nice flowy energy that can go out into the world and attract more stuff that you desire and then come back to you because, right, you're sowing, you're going out with good vibes and good intentions and not making any assumptions, which is number three, by the way, you shouldn't be making assumptions about other people's motives. Okay. But anyways, when you're sending out that energy, you want it to be very open so that it can like not be traveling around this very constricted line and not bringing in more energy, right? When stress, anxiety, um, that kind of stuff tightens up your aura. So you want to go in like, oh, yeah, okay, this is what I, this is the minimum that I want, or this is the most I want to pay. Anything else is amazing and great, and I am grateful for it. Awesome. Okay. And then third, what you have to do when you are going into some kind of contractor negotiations is you kind of have to not make assumptions about the other person, right? We don't want to make assumptions or we don't want to assume that the other person has any ulterior motives. Like, of course, they're going to also want the best deal. Everybody wants the best for themselves or for their business or for whatever but you can't when you go in and you have that energy of like oh my gosh they are just trying to jack me over and I just feel so uncomfortable that also clogs up your energy and constricts it so you want to you want to go in with this like okay this is I have high self-worth I know what the minimum amount I'm going to pay or what the minimum amount I'm going to need is and I am not going to assume that they, this person is attacking me or coming at me personally, okay? I think a lot of times we go in with this idea that the other person in a bargain or contract is trying to do something personally. Like, no, you can't really take things personally because nobody is actually, like, trying to help anyone. I mean, not anyone I shouldn't say that. Nobody is trying to intentionally screw you over normally. <laughs> I guess, again, this is an exception that may or may not happen. But I think in most instances, they're just trying to get the best deal for themselves. They're not trying to think about, like, you know, messing with you and, like, trying to jack you over or... <laughs> anything like that. They really just want the best deal for themselves. Okay. So when we go into this energy of like not taking anything personally, not making assumptions or anything, then it also opens up the energy so that we can flow easier with the law of sowing and reaping. And this is how I have been thinking about negotiations and contracts for myself further. Now, 
you also have a lot of other things that are going to probably come in and trigger you. I know for me personally, when I am negotiation negotiating, like especially for a salary or for a job or something, I get very nervous. I don't really like confrontations and everything. And it's not necessarily about my self-worth, but it's just that, you know, I don't really like any friction. Like I need that cut and dry. So if somebody comes at me and they're like, this is how much I'm going to offer. And I'm like, that's not going to work for me. Then it's very cut and dry. Like, okay, bye. Thanks so much. Like I like a light, nice, clean thing. But I also don't want confrontations. And so that that's something that is personally I have to work through. But that is okay. That is not something that I'm dealing with on a daily basis. And that's something that, you know, obviously I can prep for and be intentional about when that situation situation arises. So that's what I've that's what I've been contemplating this week is the law of compensation or the law of sowing and reaping and how different encounters can constrict that. And I thought of negotiation because I think a lot of people, you know, naturally associate this law with money, even though it's like so much more than that. You can really, this law is so vast and so infinite. And it's actually so beautiful that um, we shouldn't just, you know, think about Think about it in terms of monetary issues, but we need to think about it in energy and going into it, any kind of situation. Again, even if it's like, you know, who has to clean the toilets this week or versus who has to do the dishes, you have to go in with the same attitude, right? Like, okay, what, what do I want from this situation? I don't want to be stuck scrubbing the toilet all week. I, I know that I am. I am not the one, only one who knows how to do this. There's my self-worth. I, I can, I, I don't want to just have to do that. What am I willing to offer? I'm not going to do it every single day. I'm willing to do it four days max, whatever. Okay. And then I walk, right? And I don't assume that the other person is just trying to get out of scrubbing the toilet, even though they might not like it either. Okay. So another example, not monetary. But I really think that the law of compensation or the law of sowing and reaping, again, trying to rebrand, the law of sowing and reaping is like a really, really important law that I don't believe enough people really under, maybe understand or maybe flow with. And they're just like, okay, yeah, if I tip more, then I'm going to get more money in the end. Like, yeah, I guess that's just kind of low level. It's really so much more about being aware of your thoughts and energy so that you can really boost up that core energetic projection of energy that you are putting out into the universe and then clearing away all of the muddled stuff that comes up as your energy is going out and doing its own thing. And when we have a very nice and tight clear energetic aura and we are very aware of our self-worth and we are not taking things personally and we know what we desire you know or what we again if you want even if you don't know what you desire you can use the law of polarity i know what i don't want okay so i definitely want more of whatever the opposite is of you don't want it's 
it's amazing how all of these laws are so intermingled and entwined together. It's almost difficult to discuss them one-on-one. But when we are strong in our core and that energy goes out into the world and is able to attract, when we can clear away all this little muddly stuff that comes up and tries to block our energy, then it just... it it brings in more stuff to us. And that's what really the law of compensation is. And it's not necessarily even, it's not even about putting out what you want. It's also about receiving whatever it is you need in the right timing too. Again, this law is so vast and so intricate. It's actually one of my favorite laws. I used to really think that the law of relatively relativity was my favorite law, but I actually really think it's the law of compensation because I just, I love the thought of my energy going out and creating all of these ripples into the world and then coming back and bringing me exactly what I need at exactly the right timing. I just, it's so lovely. It's such a nice, lovely thought being in this vast tapestry of the universe. It's just amazing. So negotiations and the law of sowing and reaping. I'd love to hear anybody else's thoughts on this. Or if you have, um, if you have instances where, you know, it went really well because you were more relaxed about it and you ended up, you know, attracting more energy. Or if you have instances where it, you know, contracted on you and, you know, you thought about it and could have seen how you could have handled that differently. I think that's very interesting. But that is all I have for you guys this week. And I will catch you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. All show notes can be found at www.christysturdivant.com. That's www dot k-r-i-s-t-y-s-t-u-r-d-i-v-a-n-t dot com you can find me on instagram at universal laws dot christy sturdivant and on facebook at universal laws with christy sturdivant until next time flow with the energy don't fight it (laughs) 